This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. A stupid, naive, silly little goose. What's up, everybody? It's Wednesday. You know what that means. A special Dude to Bet Sports show tonight. Uh, gonna do it a day earlier this week. You just saw us last night, and we're back, Papa Dude. Are you ready for back-to-back dudes who bet sports? I think I am. We had daily this daily show today. I tell you, we're back in the swing of things after horse racing mad uh, crazy craziness last week. I've got to tell you something that I did. Okay. Today. I've never done before. Okay, I've mowed the yard in November before. Okay, yeah. I've done that before, but I've never mowed the yard in shorts and a short sleeve shirt in November ever. Pretty incredible, right? It is. Yes. 80 Crazy. degrees here today. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I, yeah, I, I, you know, you're still mowing in November. That's weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's finally going to get cold in the Midwest. We're finally going to have some quote unquote football weather, but uh, not today. No. Yeah, I, that snuck up on me, the cold weather. I had the weather on a while ago, and the reason I did was, uh, you know, when you don't work, when you're retired, you don't care what the weather is. Right. So I used to watch the weather all the time. I don't anymore. But my brother, your uncle, called me or texted me and said, Daytona Beach, our favorite place, is getting hit by another hurricane. Really? Yes. And uh, so he said, turn over to the Weather Channel because they're in Daytona. And they're right down where we stay. So I turned it on and I saw the local weather then. And I think it's going to be in the 40s for like a week coming up. So November is finally going to hit us. Yeah, pretty crazy. It's pretty yep. crazy. Uh, you know, Keeneland for the Breeders' Cup last weekend, uh, the, the first two Breeders' Cups at Keeneland, one was frigidly cold and actually snowing when the Classic went off in 2015. 2020 was significantly better, but... You know, you still had to wear long pants and a hooded sweatshirt. Uh, last weekend, <laughs> you could wear shorts and a t-shirt if you wanted yeah. to. No big deal. So, yeah, it's crazy, but uh, I, it is coming. And like I said, football weather is going to get here the last couple yeah. of weeks in November for sure. Um, yeah. So, with that being said, let's get to it because we have yeah. a ton to go over. So, let's get right to the football uh, today. We're going to start with the, with the college football. I knew you probably liked that. Um, and we'll start with kind of a dog of a game. Colorado goes to USC, USC 34 point favorite. I don't know if you have any interest in betting this game or talking about this game. <laughs> you give me your thoughts on this one. Well, I think Colorado might be the worst power five team. Uh-huh. Can you think of anybody worse than them? No, I can't. And, and we actually had a discussion about this on our roundtable at the Breeders' Cup, and everybody agreed Colorado's the worst. Yeah, they're absolutely awful. Now, what I'm interested in, USC has been giving up a ton of points yep. to not very good teams. Colorado. What if Colorado goes out there and scores 28 on them? Mm -hmm. What is that a sign? That's a sign that USC is vulnerable yep. defensively. So that's the only thing I would be looking for. I don't think Colorado will score 28. This should be a massacre. Uh, so I don't like to bet games with point spreads that 
that much. It's if you look at this, USC has given up 37 to Arizona and 35 to California in back-to-back weeks. Uh, the good news for USC, uh, I'm looking down here. Colorado scores 13, 10, 7, 17, yeah. 20, 29, 34, and 10. Yeah. So you're right. If they go out and score a lot of points on USC, it's it's going to be big trouble for the Trojans. I don't think that'll happen. I think we'll talk about USC a lot more the next two weeks after this one. Yeah, their 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 uh, season's going to come down to two games, two regular season games. Uh, UCLA and Notre Dame, and then they, if they can get through that, they would make it to the, uh, well, you know what? They wouldn't if Utah stays, because yeah. um, Utah would be undefeated in the Pac-12. Yeah, we'll see what Utah does. That's still kind of a question mark uh, to see what they do. I, I know they still have to play Oregon as well. Right. So a lot to still be decided in that Pac-12, but yeah, there's three teams there, Oregon, UCLA and USC that still have a shot at the playoff. We'll see how it breaks down. I don't think this one's going to be a problem for the Trojans. Let's get Saturday's games. Do you think there will be a one-loss Pac-12 team? Um, when it's all all the smoke is cleared. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not sure either. Uh, Oregon, I think, has the best shot. Because they have Washington and Utah at home. Now they got a tricky little game going to Oregon State. And that's one that, you know, that coming off Washington and Utah, and then you got to go play your rival, which, oh, by the way, is not bad. They're a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. That's a tough road for Oregon to get through. USC, if you give up 35 points to California, you've got defensive problems. Mm-hmm. And you got to beat a UCLA team that can score. And Notre Dame is playing pretty well, and Notre Dame plays well in these kind of games. And then you would have to go play in a Pac-12 championship game. I don't know whether they make it. And the same scenario sets pretty much for UCLA. So I don't know that anybody comes through this with one loss. Would you? Yeah, it, it does kind of have the feeling of uh, they're all going to kind of beat up on each other when yeah. all said and done. Um, and it definitely could happen. Like Oregon has Utah at home and you're thinking, well, Oregon will beat them, but that's not a given. No, they will beat them. And so, yeah, it does kind of feel like we're going to come down to now. Maybe they beat up on each other these last three weeks. We're going to find out. Yeah. And Utah's got Oregon's number. So they've handled them pretty well. I don't think Utah's as good as they have been. No, that's going to be a tough chore for them to go into Eugene and win. So I would take Oregon if I was going to take anybody to come through it, I think. Yep. We'll have to see what Oregon, they, they have looked the best, but again, you know, they, they, they got a tough schedule left and that's, that's what we'll be covering here in the next couple of weeks you for bet. sure. And starting this week. All right, let's go Indiana and Ohio state here. This is really this, the JV type schedule for yeah. Ohio state now until Michigan. Listen, Ohio State, now Notre Dame was a good good opponent, no, no doubt. You schedule them, that's good. Can't knock that. They have the weakest. I tell you what, though, Michigan does too. Yeah, they both are weak. They have had a weak uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, all of the good teams in the Big 12, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a statement here. I think the Big 12 is down a little bit this year. Not the Big, Big 10. Big 10. Yeah. Because there's nothing in the West. No. It is pathetic. 
And really, in the East, you only have Michigan and Penn State that are elite. Well, with Ohio State, yeah. And so with Penn State, are they elite? I don't know about that. They're good. They're just good. Yeah. So really, usually you have four or five Big Ten teams because you usually have somebody in the West that's decent. Well, Wisconsin, for example, is a team that usually you have to play well to beat, and they're not any good this year. Uh, Michigan State at times, they're decent. They're not any good. Iowa at times, they're a little better than what they are this year. Yeah. Uh, And and you go on the road, say, to one of those teams, and they can trip you up during the season. There's just none of that right now in the Big Ten. No. And then you get past Penn State, Ohio State, and, and Michigan. You have Michigan State that's not any good. There is nobody else. Nebraska is no good. No. Um, you know, none, there's not even – it's it's two really good teams, and then Penn State, who I think is just – they're solid, and then the rest of them are just no good. Yeah. So is Ohio State overrated? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they haven't beat anybody but Notre Dame. And by the way, I didn't see anything with the Northwestern game. 21 to 7? Yeah. What happened? Do you know? I know yeah, you did a lot of it. They were asleep for the whole first half. Uh, they tied up the game right at halftime to make it 7 to 7. And we kind of assumed they would win, you know, 21, 28, 7 at that point. But they they basically slept blocked through the game. They were they were awful. Uh, they weren't ready to play. Northwestern was trying to run the clock, and they did yeah. a really good job of getting two, three yards at a time, getting a first down and running off time. Yeah. Um, and, and Ohio State just didn't, you know, they just never could really get anything going offensively until the second half. Right. And that happens. That happens to teams. Yeah. It's not unusual. So get back to this game. There's no reason to even talk about it, really. This should be easy for Ohio State. Yep. Now let's get to one that's a little, well, I don't know how interesting it is. Well, kind of, I don't know what you're saying. Dennis kind of chimes in and says, uh, Tennessee – you know, Missouri could catch them on a week where they're kind of in between, kind of a down week. Tennessee, a 20-and-a-half-point favorite at home this weekend against Missouri. It'd be a huge win, obviously, for Missouri, who's 4-5. and five. Uh, And if they win this one, they got New Mexico State next week, and they can get, you know, bowl eligible. For Tennessee, obviously, it means everything, trying to oh. get back or trying to stay in the playoff hunt here, another loss, and they're going to be out. What do you think? I, I think we both are going to pick Tennessee to win. What do you think about the spread? Well, I would feel better about Missouri's chances had they held on and beat Kentucky yeah. last week. That was a tough loss. It was in Columbia. So you got to ask, ask yourself what kind of mindset do they have coming into this game. I think they'll be ready to play. They've shown they can play with good teams. They took Georgia to the wire in Columbia in kind of a game that Georgia overlooked. The key is, as Dennis said, will Tennessee bounce back from a very disappointing performance, really. I think they do. I don't think Missouri has enough offense to stay with them. 20 and a half is a little bit sketchy for a team coming off a big game, though. Well, I'll say this about Missouri. Let's forget about the K-State loss. That was a bad one, right? They got smoked. They lost to Auburn by three in a game where they totally blew it. They should have won. They should have won. They lost to Georgia by four. They lost to Florida on the road by seven. And they won a couple games and they lost, like I said, last week in Kentucky by four. So mm-hmm. they're in all these games. They're decent. They're a decent team. And you said it, it 
defensively, they're pretty good. It's really? offensively they're struggling. Can the defense slow down Tennessee enough to cover? I, I kind of think they might. They might. I, if you Tennessee. look at these games and how close the scores are, it kind of makes you think, I'll take my chances with plus 20 and a half with Missouri yeah. here. Maybe you wait. Maybe you see if they'll go up to 21 and then you get a full three touchdowns. Um, but I, I would I would take my chances with Missouri in this game with the and, spread. And this this might be one of those games that Samage likes to play. Wait till it starts. Yeah, that in in when it's live. I don't really like to do that, but but you might see how it's going for a little while. I just if Tennessee's motivated and they're ready and they don't turn it over, I think they can make a lot enough big plays to overcome Missouri's poor offense and might be able to cover. But I think if I was going to bet, I'd take Missouri and the points. All right, let's move on to this one. LSU and Arkansas. This is a really uh, fascinating game. Arkansas coming off a, a, a bad loss to Liberty. Lost by two uh, last week. They're now 5-4 and four on the season. They've really been a disappointment. And LSU, the surprise team of the SEC, now 7-2. and two. They're in the driver's seat. If they win out, they're going to go to the SEC championship game, uh, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, you thought they were going to be good. You didn't think they'd be this good. But they're only a three-point favorite on the road here against Arkansas. It's a major rivalry game. Can Arkansas kind of ruin this LSU run? Oh, I, I would be scared to death if I was LSU because Arkansas plays well against them. It's a big rival. Uh, Arkansas, as we said, I think it was yesterday, they got this game in Mississippi next week. They can save their season if they win both of them. Uh, I'm not ready to pick them yet because – I can't get past their loss last week. Yeah, That's unexplainable to me. I was at OU. The score came on. They were down 21 to three. Yeah. They got was, behind 21 to nothing, I believe. Okay. And it was late. It was like in the second half. Mm -hmm. And I turned to Sandy and I said, their quarterback must not be playing. Well, I think he is hurt, but he's trying to play through it. Okay. Still, if he was on the field, they should have won. Yeah. The game and they did they did make a rally and Liberty's okay but they're not that yeah, come on an SEC team that's supposed to be pretty good's got to beat Liberty yeah. on the field they have to so I expect a great effort from the Razorbacks LSU can they get back up after that tremendous win that's going to be tough but they've got a great coach who knows how to do that and how to handle those things they are in the driver's seat. I'm going to take LSU, but it won't surprise me if Arkansas beats them. I'm the same. I'm going to take LSU. I think 11 o'clock game helps LSU as well. Um, I think the bloom kind of being off the rose of this season for Arkansas will help LSU as well. Um, three out of the last four games against these two teams have been one-score games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you said, that three points, don't be surprised by it. It is a big rivalry game. At, like you said, Arkansas has two games back-to-back -back here. They could quote unquote save the season if they could win win them. Um, this is one you know they desperately want. They got them last year. They finally beat them. They beat them in overtime. This is a lot better LSU team. That's the problem. I'm, I got to go the Tigers in this one. I think it'll be a decent game, but I just uh, I, I I could not go with the Razorbacks here. Right. Um, let's move on to the most schizophrenic team in college football this year. That's Notre Dame. Boy, Notre Dame, their fans have got to be shaking their heads because they lost to Marshall and Stanford. And if they hadn't have lost those two games, they're eight and one. 
they're in the top 10 and they've still got an outside shot at this thing because their only loss was a, a close road loss at Ohio State other than those two that I just mentioned. Right. Now, the problem is they lost them both and they yeah. lost them both at home. Yes. They're six and three. They're coming off that win against Clemson. Now they have to take on Navy. This game historically has been close at times. 15 and a half points. That's a lot. Navy's not great. What do you think? Navy's not very good. Yeah. And uh, but sometimes Notre Dame struggles, as you said, against Navy. And you're right. I hadn't thought about it. Had they taken care of business against two teams that well, Stanford's awful. And Marshall's turned out to not be very good. They would not only be in the playoff hunt, they might be five or six. Yeah. That went over Clemson. And don't forget, they've also beat an eight and one North Carolina. That's right. They've given North Carolina their only loss and Clemson That's right. their only loss. Yep. So yeah, this is this is weird. Now I think they've got it rolling. They played extremely well against Clemson, but Clemson was helpless offensively. If Navy can run the ball and eat clock, they have a shot to not win, but to uh, beat that spread. I can't go against Notre Dame, though. I don't. I just don't think Navy's good enough. This is an interesting game because you look at some of the scores of the these Navy games lately. They went to Cincinnati last week. They only got beat twenty to ten. So, in that respect, they would have covered fifteen and a half. You know. Uh, they, they went to SMU, only got beat by six. They w- went to Air Force, only got beat by three. Now, Notre Dame, I think, is a little bit better than those teams. But how much we'll see. I I kind of think Notre Dame is going to win this game, obviously. But I'm leaning Navy plus the points. Really? It, I think they'll keep it within two scores. Yeah, they could. They can't turn it over, and they've got to be able to drive the ball some. They don't necessarily have to score, but they can't have three and outs. You know, they're going to have to make some first downs and eat the clock. Yeah, and that'll be the big key. There's no question about it. All right, let's go on to two teams that just disappointed in such a major way last week. Uh, Purdue with a loss, (laughs) Illinois with a loss. Both of them still with a shot to make the Big Ten Championship, which goes to what we're talking about. It's just a horrible, that side of the conference. Mm -hmm. Illinois is six-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend at home against Purdue. Um, gosh, this is a tough one for me to predict. What about you? Me too. Did the bubble burst for Illinois last week. They did not play well against Michigan State. And the, and the worst part about it is Michigan State's been giving up points. Yeah, Illinois scored 15. Purdue, in my opinion, is as disappointing as anybody in the Big Ten in that west side because – it was theirs for the taking this year. When Wisconsin came up awful, Minnesota tanked it. They had a golden opportunity to win that side. Yep. And they've lost games they shouldn't have lost. So six and a half. I don't I'm gonna take Purdue plus the six and a half. I don't think they win though. Yeah, I'll take Illinois. I, I just this Purdue bunch is pretty sickening to Listen, and both these teams last week lost at home. Purdue lost 24 to 3 at home to Iowa. I mean, that is inexcusable it on is. all levels. So I'm not going to go turn around and pick them this weekend. I'm not going to be shocked if they win it, though. Illinois, you know, it's 23 15 game against Michigan State. The problem with Illinois, they just really can't score much. And yeah. it, 
it's a situation where their defense, though, just gave up too many points in that Michigan State game. Um, I'll take Illinois again. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a, a weird game, to say the least, in this one. All right, Vanderbilt and Kentucky. By the way, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned Iowa. They're my team. You know that. Mm-hmm. This guy is a great coach. I'm telling you, they're five and four, and they're awful. Mm-hmm. They got Wisconsin at home this week. I think they beat them. Yeah. That's six. They got to go to Minnesota. I think they beat them. Toss up. And they got Nebraska at home. This team with absolutely no offense could win eight games. Is that not amazing? They should win seven for sure. I think seven and five is kind of what they're looking. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, it's a team that seven. Yeah, I, I I mean they they have no players. You no. watch them, and it's like they they aren't very talented. But yeah, they are able to win um, games that they shouldn't win. That you nope. know. And you want to see the talent deficiency when they like they play Ohio State and it's like it, they look like they're not even belonging in the same conference. It looks like a MAC team playing Ohio State. Absolutely. Um, but you know they're they're tough and they're they're there and we'll see Wisconsin. They had one week they're not the worst and the next week they're terrible. So yeah. let's yeah. have to see what happens with that one. Hey, it'll be a good game. Let's see. Yeah. I, I don't know what that. Let's see what the line is on that one while we're talking about it. Yeah, it is. I've got it. It's uh, one and a half, Wisconsin's favorite. So it's down to a one and a half. And look at the over-under, 35 points. That's the over-under for Wisconsin. I think we'll go over on that. I, I, uh, I was scoring a little bit now, and you got to think Wisconsin can, can score some. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that because, you know, if they go eight and four, that's what they do every year. Yeah. Maybe a little better every once in a while. And they all want to fire the coach. This guy, it's an amazing what he does. I think you would get sick of it after 24 years. I'm sure you would. But <laughs> I think you, you know exactly what they're going to look like every season. But you know what? They can't do any better than that where they're at. They can't. It's like Iowa State. Yeah. You went to Iowa State two weeks ago. You saw some of the best fans in the world. Yeah. Why? Because they've accepted that they can't do much better than that. Yeah, and for the most part, that's true. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Kentucky and Vanderbilt. It's a big game for Kentucky. They can't slip up here. They got to keep winning. They got to beat these type of teams. Um, 18 points. That's a lot for Kentucky. What What did you think of this one? My um, thoughts exactly. It's hard for them to beat anybody by 18, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt is really struggling. Have they tossed it in? Yeah. Uh, but this is the type of team. Kentucky's not a high potent offense. Vanderbilt can hang with them sometimes. So 18 is really kind of tricky. I'd stay away from this game. I just don't know that Kentucky can cover it. Yeah, and this is true. Kentucky historically will destroy Vanderbilt. And you, you kind of look at that when you see the the past scores. Uh, you know, I – I think Kentucky will cover, but I'm with you. I, I just don't think this one was one to make sense to really bat. I, yeah. I think either you could find better games than this yeah. one. In fact, as we go through these, there's not a lot this week to bat. I think, yeah, as far as as far as uh, college goes, it's kind of a it's kind of a quiet week. No it is. Know. It is. Yeah. All right, Nebraska goes on the road to take on Michigan. Michigan 31 point favorite. Another one. 
what, mm-hmm. what is there to really talk about in this game? Well, same thing. If Michigan's ready, they're going to kill them. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. They could overlook them a little bit, maybe, but I don't think they. I, I like Michigan a lot. I think this is quietly a pretty good team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think they'll roll. I don't think it's going to be a problem. All right, game of the weekend is Alabama at Ole Miss. And look at Alabama, even coming off a loss, they're twelve point favorites against Ole Miss. What What do you think here? Do you think Alabama is that too many? This is the one that's the toughest for me. That in the LSU Arkansas game. Yeah. It's the toughest for me to figure out because there's so many factors involved here. And you know, when we say it's a big game, isn't it amazing that it's a bigger game for Mississippi than it is Alabama? Yeah. We don't use when's the last time we've said that? Mm-hmm. So I've seen I, I saw Ole Miss. Who was it just beat the snot? Was it LSU killed? LSU killed him. Yep. That is distressing. I I can't get past that. Um, the thing with Alabama that we got to we got to look at, and we've covered this last night, and we covered it on the Daily Show today. What's their mindset? When's the last time they've been seven and two? This late, you know, this early in the season. They're, they're practically out of it. There's so many crazy things that would have to happen for them to get back in the playoffs. Do they have a shot? Yes, simply because they're Alabama, simply because they're in the SEC, and they probably would have to knock off an undefeated Georgia team in the SEC championship team uh, thing. And if everything broke and went nuts, they could get in the playoffs, but it's not likely. Mississippi has it all in front of them. Went out, they're in the championship game, the SEC championship game. So, uh, no, wait a minute. No, they're not. No, that's not accurate. LSU has to lose. Yeah. If LSU wins out, they're in it because they beat Mississippi. But if LSU should happen to lose and Mississippi wins out, they're in it. And it's conceivable. There is a possibility Ole Miss could go eleven and one and not make the championship game because LSU beat them. But that's not what you asked me. I don't like Mississippi's chances because they've not stacked up against Alabama at all. The last couple of years, Alabama has rolled them. If Alabama's ready to play, I think they cover them. Alabama's road games. They lo- they won by one point against Texas. That's true. They did kill by the score of it, at least Arkansas. But Arkansas completely choked. They were on the ropes at Arkansas. Adam, yep. They lost against Tennessee. They yep. lost to LSU. Yep. It's way too many points. I'll take Mississippi plus the twelve. It's way too many. You, uh, this you, Alabama team, you have to take them for what they are right that now. Is a very good analysis. Very good. They and aren't it, very good. No, I guess I, I guess you've convinced me I'm going to change my mind because you're right. They're not very good. You can't you cannot sit here and say Alabama is a good team this year. Well, yeah, they're good. They're not great. Are they? Yeah, they're good. Are they? Because Winning by one in Texas and kicking a field goal the last second. Texas A&M had a beat. 
All they have to do is call a, a realistic play. A&M beats them at home. Quarterback didn't play in that game, so you got to think of that. Sure. A&M is, might, may go 3-9. and nine. Yeah, they, yeah uh, there's a very good chance. This team is average. Yeah, and they flip defensively. They really have. Now, Old Miss, I'm not certain that they're great. I, I think they're kind of average as well. I think it's two average teams, and – I think 12 is too many. I'll go the Rebels. We'll see if Alabama can bounce back and play better, but I, I think 12 is way too many points. You've talked me into it. I, I, I'm i going to agree with you. Uh, just not sold on Ole Miss if they think they can beat Alabama. That's the thing. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I don't yeah. think Mississippi is. No. So I think it's two teams that are, like you said, they're better than average, and that's – well, you can't say Ole Miss is – they're good. You know, if you win eight out of nine, you're good. Mm-hmm. But these two teams are not elite. Here's here's the problem. They beat Troy, Central <laughs> Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa. They beat Kentucky in a game where they got very, very lucky. They, they got, got all the calls. They got all the calls. Vanderbilt, Auburn, lost to LSU, A&M. Mississippi's beat nobody. I have not. Absolutely. They beat Kentucky in a game they should have lost. So that's where the worry is if you're going to take them. I don't think they're that good either. Um, I don't think either one of these teams are really that good. I think Alabama's going to win. I just will take the 12 points at home yeah. with Ole Miss. I could see it being, you know, 41-31 real easily. I This Alabama team is uncharacteristic of Alabama teams in the fact they make so many mistakes. Yeah. So you got to think there's an there's an issue somewhere there. They're not paying any attention. Something's going on because you don't keep getting penalty after penalty in games like they do. So there's an issue. All right, let's move on to Dennis's Louisville Cardinals. They're in good shape right now. They are hot. Yeah. They come into Clemson hot. Clemson comes in off a loss. Clemson a seven point favorite here. What do you think? Can we? See an upset. Can Louisville keep the train rolling, or is it going to end, as Dennis might suggest uh, right now? Uh, this is going to be my upset special of the week. I think Clemson is in a very vulnerable position because you know the team has lost confidence in the quarterback. And when you lose confidence in your quarterback, you're going to struggle offensively. The other kid – the young freshman who is a true freshman, they either don't have any confidence in him or he's not very good because they won't let him do anything when he's in there. And in today's modern football against a good team and and Louisville is playing very, very well, you got to be able to do something besides run the ball up the middle. And that's what Clemson has to do. The key will be, can Louisville move the ball? And they are moving the ball. They're playing well. I like them in this game. I think Clemson's been living on the edge. I think they're another team that's not very good. They could easily have two or three losses. I I agree that Louisville is really playing well. I, I think, gosh, another this Louisville team's another one that just they got to be shaking their heads a little bit because they are 6-3, and three and that's great, but – they lost on the road to Boston College in a That's game a horrible loss. could have won. They only lost by four against Florida State at home. That would have been huge. And, of course, they just played horrible against Syracuse. Forget about that one. But, yeah, I mean, 
I, I think Clemson wins. I think Clemson covers. I, I'm not all on, on Louisville here, but I tell you what, they're playing better than Clemson is coming they in. They are. And it's just going to be the, a key of, okay, Clemson, are they going to kind of wake up after that loss uh, and play a little bit better? They are better at home than they are away, that's for sure. But, you know, I don't blame you because I think, I think you know, Syracuse only, only lost by six there. You know, North Carolina State went in there and only lost by ten. I still think Clemson beats them, and I think they cover, but I, I get it. I think it's a toss-up when it comes to the points on who's going to win that one. Well, the thing is, when you have issues offensively and you have trouble scoring and you're playing a team that's decent, if they can get ahead like Syracuse did on them, they're better than Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So – I watched that whole game with Clemson and Syracuse. I was not impressed at all with Clemson. They won the game because they're Clemson. Louisville's better than Syracuse. If they don't turn it over and if they think they can win, I just don't like this Clemson team that well. Be a huge win for Louisville, uh, <laughs> and then they've still got tough games left, but it'd be a big time win, obviously. Yep. Um, we'll see. They come into the game hot, and I'm with you. I don't like Clemson at all either. Um, I was happy they lost just because I don't want them being in the playoff because they're no. they're not very good. No, they're not. Uh, if they would have beat Notre Dame, they'd have a shot at it. So, yeah. All right, let's move on. Maryland and Penn State, one of the most boring games you'll ever talk about. Penn State, a 10-point favorite here against Maryland. I've hated Maryland all year long. I don't yeah. like they're very good. I like Penn State in this one. What about you? I, I, I'll agree. Do you know this used to be a big rivalry? Back, really? Yeah. When Penn State was an independent and they weren't in the Big Ten, uh, Maryland and Penn State played almost every year, and it was a rivalry game. Uh, I just don't like Maryland either. So I think Penn State covers it all. Yeah, uh, Michael agrees. Yeah, Penn State in that one there. All right, let's move on. Boston College and North Carolina State. I like this is the – most boring uh, matchup of the of the day that we're talking about. North Carolina State, a 19-point favorite. They picked up a big win against Wake Forest. Boston College, not very good. I, I I mean, I don't know what to do with this one. I picked North Carolina State. Do you think they can cover 19, though? Is their quarterback back? I'm out of the loop. Did he play? I'm, I'm He's a, out. So they beat Wake without him? Yeah. That's a great job, don't yeah. you? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I now they may be a little flat after the wake game. They are definitely 19 points better than Boston College. Boston College is not very good. So, but that's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. I'm staying away from it though, but there's got to be better than this to bet. Yeah. Uh, Michael said he's got a friend that plays for Penn State and one who plays for Boston College. Well, one is happy and one is not at this point <laughs> in the season. Boston College, they're usually they're usually a perennial seven and five type team. They are not this year. They do not no. look good at all. No. All right, really big game here. Central Florida Huge. goes on the road to take on Tulane and the American Conference. Uh, both teams are ranked. Big time game. Tulane is a one and a half point favorite. Can they keep it rolling in Tulane? I'm picking them. I think they will. I think they're better coached. I think they're more consistent. Uh, UCF's a little up and down. They've, they've had a great year. 
They have, and they won a big game last week, and I thought they might struggle against Memphis, and they went in there and had to win a tough game, and they did. I like I like uh, Tulane a lot. I like to watch them. They're kind of fun. So I'm going to pick them because it's only a point and a half, and I think they're going to win, so i got to go with them. I mean, that spread, they should yeah. cover that. So I think this is going to be a sneaky good game. It's on at 2.30. Um, I should be free to watch that. Yeah, it should be a good game. I, I I think I don't trust Central Florida, so I'm going to go Tulane as well. I just don't trust them. I, I've seen them play like shit too yeah. many times. Um, in big and they spot. do it. They they do it in games. They'll play terrible for a quarter, and then they get to rolling. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I I bet them off and on, and they're very frustrating. Like I said, I think Tulane and their defense will be able to get it done. I'm going to go yeah. Tulane. All right, Georgia goes on the road. This could be a little bit of a trap. They could be a little bit flat here. Georgia goes on the road to take on Mississippi State this weekend. Mississippi State, a six, or excuse me, Georgia, a 16-point favorite on the road. A lot of points. Can Mike Leach pull off a shocker? You know, the theme of this week is this, this right here. Every game, the point spread looks like it's a little bit too high for the favorite, or for the favorite right? Mm-hmm. And this is another one that could be, could be. I don't like the fact that Mississippi State almost blew that game last week against Auburn. When I don't think Mississippi State is physical enough yeah. to beat Georgia. And I lose against Georgia all the time because I just think the spread's too high, and I lose every time. So I'm not doing it this time. I'm going Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to go Georgia, too. I did not – I don't know. Mississippi State got smoked against Alabama in a game they should have been competitive in, and I just think they're kind of eh, – there's kind of average, so – or below average a little bit even for SEC standards. I think Georgia wins, I, I, and I think they're going to end up covering this one. Yeah. Um, they, they, man, they looked really good last week against an offense that would look unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um Boy, they look good. All right, let's move on. Washington and Oregon. First big test, well, uh, for the next three weeks at least. Oregon's had some tests, but this uh, this is a big one this week. Washington comes calling. They're 7-2. and two. Oregon 8-1. and one. Oregon a 13.5-point favorite. They need to keep on winning. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Well, I think Washington is a little bit of a fraud. I've, I've, I've seen who they've, you know, their, their best win, and, and it's a good one is they beat Oregon State. That's that's their best win. Mm-hmm. They beat Kent State, Portland State, Michigan State, and Stanford to start the season. All four of those games were at home. Then they lost at UCLA, lost at Arizona State, and then they beat Arizona, California, and Oregon State. Now, this might be the worst 7-2 and two team in the country. Yeah. I think Oregon's going to beat the crap out of them. I'll just make it short. I feel pretty good about that statement. You know, Oregon beat beat US or UCLA pretty easily in a game that was pretty big. Uh, that's what this one kind of reminds me of. Yeah, I think Oregon wins. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna think they're gonna cover. I think they'll win by 14 plus. So I will take He's, Oregon. UCLA is way better than Washington. It seems like they would be. Uh, they though those two teams played. Uh, earlier in the year, and UCLA didn't have much trouble with them—a 40-32 win. But that that you know score was closer than the game really was. So yes, all right, two biggies here in the Big yeah. Twelve uh, monster games: 
Kansas State goes to Baylor this weekend. Baylor, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. K-State ranked 19. Baylor unranked, but probably will jump in the rankings with a win here. What do you think? You saw Baylor in person last week. Well, a lot of people might be saying, well, what kind of a big game is this? Well, remember, in the Big 12, the second-place team plays the first-place team. There are no divisions. So it is a mad scramble to see who's going to play TCU at the moment. Uh, K-State's lost two conference games, and Baylor has also. Yep. So they've lost two. Oklahoma State's lost two. And Texas has lost two. Am I right on that? I think I am. It's very confusing keeping up with all of this. I believe that's true. I know Texas has lost three. Okay. So they've lost all of their losses are in the conference. Okay. Texas has lost two. Yes. Okay. So K State, Baylor, and Texas right now have lost two. And whoever comes out of that mad scramble will play TCU for the Big Mm -hmm. 12 championship more than likely. More than likely, TCU is going to. Going to get in there. I think they'd have to win one more game. So this is a huge game. I saw Baylor last week. I was impressed with them. I always am. They play really well. They can run the ball. They're they've got two good running backs. They're a little shaky at quarterback. K State had their chance last week. Yep, blew it. I don't think they're as good as people think they are. They shouldn't be ranked, in my opinion. Yeah. So I like Baylor in this game. I, I I would pick them two and a half. I think they cover easy. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Baylor Bears here. I think Baylor may be the team that ends up playing TCU in the Big 12 championship game. I think well, they've got a good shot at it because, uh, you know, I, I, I still think Texas has got a couple of tough games. Um I don't know. I think the Bears have got a shot. They just got to well, keep winning. Of course, the Bears won the Big 12 championship last year, so they're trying to go back to back. Well, here's what they've got, and it's all in front of them. Mm-hmm. They got TCU next week in Waco, and they end up at Texas. Yep. They win those three, they're in. It's that simple. So yep. it's all in front of Baylor. Those of us that follow the Big 12 knows how well they're coached. The the guy does a great job. They're very tough. They're very fundamental. They're very physical. You know, I think think they can run the table. I really do. So, um, you know what? It's not inconceivable. They could win the conference. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, they could definitely win the conference. Yeah. So I don't think TCU is a shoe-in to win this conference at all. Sitting right. here right now at all. All right, but let's move on. TCU, they are number four in the country. They are nine and oh. They go on the road to take on six and three Texas in a line that is absolutely insane. Texas is a seven point favorite in this game. How is that possible? And who are you picking? When is the last time Texas won a big game that meant anything? They may have won a non conference game early in the season against somebody. I can't remember when it, when it was. They Their defense is not very good. Texas defensively is not very good. Offensively, they're pretty good. Yeah. TCU's offense is good. They're going to have success against Texas. 
the key is going to be, can they stop the Longhorns? That'll be the key. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting my ass off for TCU, and I don't like them. But I, I I can't stand the thought of Texas still being in the hunt for the, for the Big 12 championship. I do think Texas has improved, and I do think they have players. But they haven't won a big game, so I'm going TCU. No doubt. Seven points. They may not win, but I think they play closer than seven. I'll be shocked if they don't cover. I think it's a. I think it comes right down to the wire. I, I think TCU will win the game. I I just don't get it. A seven point favorite for Texas just seems an incredibly insane. Um, you just look at some of their games, and you can tell it's it's insane that they would be favored in this one. Um, again, I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think Texas is without a chance, but I think TCU gets it done in here. Um, yeah, you know, Texas got a big win last week against K-State. I'll give them that. That was a good win. They went on the road and they beat them, and that was a big win. I didn't think they would. So they definitely are riding some momentum here. We'll see. I'm going to go TCU, uh, though. I I think they keep it going for another week. I kind of think Baylor is going to be the team that knocks TCU out of it. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It could be this weekend. All right, a couple more here before we go to the NFL. North Carolina goes on the road to take on Wake Forest. You know, at one time, I think Wake Forest is going to win this one pretty easily. I don't know about it right now. Wake Forest, three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Can North Carolina keep it rolling? Can Wake Forest bounce back? What do you think? Well, I, I, I did not see any of the North Carolina State-Wake Forest game. What happened? Do you know? I mean, I didn't watch it. I was following on my phone, and North Carolina State was pretty much ahead the whole time. Okay. And it was low scoring, wasn't it? Fairly low scoring? Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Will this be a bounce back game for Wake? You know, will they get it together and save their season by knocking off an eight and one North Carolina team? I watched North Carolina a lot two weeks ago or three weeks ago because I had them in a, in a parlay and uh, their quarterback is really good. They stumbled last week though and almost got, now the key is almost, they almost lost to a very bad, uh, I think it was Virginia, Virginia team. Yep. This is a scary game. It's scary. I don't think Wake should be favored, so I'm going to go with North Carolina to go in there and barely win. Uh, I, I'm i kind of with Michael and Dennis. They're kind of saying stay away from it. I kind of would take Wake Forest. You got to think, even though Wake Forest struggled, they're better than Virginia. And North Carolina could have lost that game they pretty could've. easily. They've had some lucky wins. Uh I don't know. I'm going to take Wake Forest, but I get it. It's definitely not one that gets you real. No, I I wouldn't bet it. I'm just going to take them. Yeah. All right. Florida State, they're now ranked number 23. Florida State gets in the polls. They take on Syracuse at Syracuse. Florida State is seven-point favorite. This is another tricky one, night game in the Carrier Dome. It is. It's very tricky. Uh, Syracuse has lost three in a row. You know, they had it going. You know they could. I think they could. Look, I think they could end up six and six, pretty easy. Uh well, you got to you got to decide. Has Florida State turned the corner? Have they? I mean, they drubbed Miami. Now I know Miami's awful, but they killed them down in Miami, and that's impressive. Yep. Uh, Syracuse is tough as nails. They play their ass off. 
it's kind of a save the season or kind of, you know, not save the season, but they're tumbling. Do they have enough for one last stand? So I'm staying away from this one for sure. If I had to pick, I, I think I, I think I would go with Florida State, but I don't know who they get. Where seven points is quite a few. There's a, a lot of these games just feel like toss ups when it comes to the points. Uh, yeah. I Florida State wins. Listen, I kind of think, kind of think the blooms off that Syracuse Rose. I, I kind of think Florida State gets it done. I do think they cover in this game. It's definitely dicey, uh, but I think Florida State, they've really gotten on a roll. I, I, I like I like the Seminoles in this one. I do too. All right. Stanford goes on the road, take on Utah. Utah, 24-point favorite. I mean, boring one here. Yeah. I mean, you want to bet 24 points on Utah? I mean, these games are just unbettable. Yeah. This one's unbettable. And you go down to this one. Now, this one's interesting. Arizona on the road, taking on UCLA. UCLA 19 and a half. I mean, you would think they might be able to cover that. I guess it's 19 and a half because they think Arizona is going to score some points. Yep. Any chance of an upset in the Rose Bowl or is UCLA locked in? Oh, I don't, I don't think there's a chance for an upset. Uh, Arizona's played some teams fairly close because mm-hmm. they can score. And UCLA's defense is not very good. And look at that over under 77 and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. That's about as high as you're going to see, I think. Yeah. So I, again, I'm staying away from these. This, the, this, listen, we see it every week. I mean, there's upsets every week. There's teams that don't cover that you think's going to that has to eke it out right at the end. This could be one of them. I, I you know, it feels like a week where we're going to be here on Monday going, whoa, that team lost. Wow, that sh- that shakes things up. Anytime you get in these college football weekends where it's like, yeah, it seems like a lot of boring games, that is the opposite of yeah. what happens. So, yeah, like this – there's a lot of like with, with these Pac-12 teams, they're all going to be looking ahead to those last couple, two or three weeks. And a team like Arizona could sneak up there and beat you because, like I said, they have an offense. They can get – they can score and get you behind. Stanford I'm not so sure of. They don't really have that firepower. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. It's yep. going to be uh, it's going to be a, we- a weird kind of a weird feeling weekend. We'll see what happens on it. I agree. All right, let's quickly go through the NFL and get you out of here. We'll rapid fire these NFL uh, games and starts tomorrow night with the Falcons and the Panthers. Oh, what a game! Yes, another <laughs> terrible Thursday night game. Panthers at home, but the Falcons are a two and a half point favorite. Who are you going with in this one? There is no way I'm going to watch this game. There ain't a chance unless Baker Mayfield plays. He's not, supposedly. He he played well when he went in last week in mop-up duty. Anyway, uh, I think there's a chance he might play. Here's the deal. The Falcons are four and five. They're tied for first. And what's got to be one of the worst divisions in the history of football. If they win... They're in not they're in good shape, but I'm picking the Panthers. <laughs> I kind of yeah, I went with the Panthers too. <laughs> I kind of think they're gonna beat them. I, Atlanta's not very good. Um it's a such a big game for Atlanta, such a big game. The Panthers had them beat and blew it. Uh I, I just I don't know. I, I kind of think the Panthers are gonna win this game. Um 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. Neither one of these teams are very good. No. I like this Panthers defense. I don't know what happened last week. They just they they quit, I guess. But being back home, I'll give them a little bit of a shot. I'm going to take the underdog to start us off here. I'm going to go with Carolina in this one. All right, let's go to the Sunday games. Uh, Seattle on the road taking on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, a three-point favorite in this one. This is, gonna, this is a good game. Is this, this is the night. Oh, oh, that's right. They're in Munich. Well, I mean, all bets are off when you go over there. What? Who's going to handle it better? Who knows? Huge win for Tampa Bay last week. Kept them alive. Will they build off that momentum? Uh, they're not very good. Seattle's playing above their heads. They're playing great. They should win. But I don't know. Listen, I'm not touching this. I'm not touching it. Seattle, easy. Big win for Seattle over Munich. I think they get it done. I, I like the Seahawks team. I think they're tough. It's a huge game for them. Seattle. Seattle wins this one. All right, Cleveland on the road. Whoops, I went out of order. I went I'm different. Hold on. Let me pull that back up. There we go. The Vikings go on the road to take on the Bills in this one. Vikings sneaky, one of the least respected 7-1 and one teams in the league, or maybe ever, I should say. They'll take on the Bills, 6-2. and two. They come off a loss. Bills are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, here's the key. The Bills could be without Josh Allen. I'd say it's very likely they're going to be. If that happens, I will change to the Vikings. Yes. So let's this, assume he is going to play, though. What do you think about the Bills? This opened at 7. Yeah. It's now three-and-a-half. What's that tell you? He's not going to play. I think Case Keenum's going to be the quarterback. Yeah. I, here's the deal. If you're Buffalo, are you going to risk him in a game when you need it, but you don't have to have it? Wouldn't you give him one week to see how he feels and going into the next one? I yeah. would. Yes. No, I just see, and I see no way he's going to play. And in the NFL, when you got injuries and you don't know for sure, you either bet when the game starts, you bet it live, or you stay away from it because you don't know. And, I mean, Case Keenum's a good backup. Yeah. They could beat the Vikings with him. If if a lot of other teams were coming in there, I would still take the Bills. I'm a little worried. The Vikings are, are a pretty good team. I, I am too. If he doesn't play, I'm going to lean towards the Vikings. Yeah, I would lean towards the Vikings if he doesn't play. If he does, I would lean Bills in this one. Um, you talk about that with the Bills, they're now in danger of losing that number one seed again. Absolutely. And they so that, it here. Yeah, that's going to be a big problem. Not only that, Aaron, they're in trouble in the division. They're only got a half-game lead over Miami as of right now. Yep. And Miami has the tiebreaker at the minute, at the moment, but they play each other again. So Right. Yeah, but, yes, yeah, Miami beat them. So. Yep. Yeah, interesting stuff that's going to go down there. Not good timing for Josh Allen to go down. Yeah. All right, let's go on to a stellar battle in Chicago between the Lions and the Bears. Bears are three-point favorites. The Bears have found some offense. They look yep. good offensively. Now they're facing a team they should beat. Will they do it is the question. They're playing the surging Lions. They're on a roll. That's right. Huge win over the hapless Green Bay Packers who – Dropped a pass in the end zone and we're in the red zone 20 times, it seems like, and couldn't score. Can the Lions win two in a row? I don't think so. I'm going Bears. 
I go the Bears, too. I'll go over that 48.5. Both these teams are scoring, and I think that's uh, going to continue here. Uh, Bears defense doesn't look great, but their offense has been rolling the last three weeks. So I'll take the Bears minus the three. I think they're getting better. All right, Broncos go on the road to take on the Titans. Um, the Titans just a two-point favorite in this two game. Two-point favorite. This feels an awful lot like a trap to me. Well, I suppose it's because quarterback issues, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got a rookie. I thought the Titans played tremendous Sunday night against the Chiefs, and they deserved to win. But, again, they didn't have a quarterback. Denver's got a quarterback, <laughs> sort of. So <laughs> I think Tennessee wins because it's in Tennessee, and they are a tough bunch. I'm I not going to bet Denver, so you can forget no. that. I'll take yeah. Tennessee. If you all want to bet Denver, you can. That's not for me. Me too. Um, all right. Jacksonville goes on the road to take on the Chiefs. Jacksonville actually got a win last week. I don't think they're going to get this this one this week. No. Nine and a half point favorite. That's what the Chiefs are. Thoughts on this one? Surprise they're not favored by more than that. However, they never cover when they are up there 10, 11, 12 point favorites. Never Mm-mm. do they cover. Uh that was a great win for the Chiefs simply because anytime you win, it's good in the NFL. But impressive? No. 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 You're on your home field. You're playing a team without a quarterback that's one-dimensional, and you got to have your quarterback perform absolute magic to win the game in overtime. I'm not impressed at all with that. A lot of Chiefs fans are. I'm not. However, if they don't beat the Jaguars, <laughs> something is wrong. I guess you want me to say nine and a half. They got to cover that, don't they? They should. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna pick. I'm not gonna bet on the Jaguars. No. Forget about that. But yeah, the Chiefs should cover it. I don't know. The Chiefs are kind of trashy without Mahomes. I mean, they're you know, obviously they have him, so it doesn't really matter. But they're not. They're really not that good. Um, he's he's their whole offense. Yeah, but they, he is so good that he gives them a shot. Oh, but, he does. I, I'm not saying that. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he is. I, I think they'll cover this one. Jacksonville, they're pretty happy. And you know, when they lose a game, which they don't very often, but it seems like because we live around here, mm-hmm. they're all on him. It's always his fault when they lose well, a game. Well, people are stupid. And, and people stupid. think the quarterback, when the quarterback wins, it's all the quarterback. and Or when the team wins, it's all the quarterback. And when the team loses, it's all the quarterback. Because people yeah. are dumb and they don't know what they're watching. I mean, no. I want as I can make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the OU fans are all blaming Dylan Gabriel last week. It's yeah. Like, you guys are so stupid. They're so it's unbelievable. stupid. Yeah. Scored 35 points, 500 yards offense, and it's quarterback's fault. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we OU fans know exactly what we look like when he's not in the game. So, yes. oh, yes. Yes. Get over it. You know, yeah. he, he's Quit not the reason you're losing. And that's the Chiefs. The Chiefs would, there's no chance they would make the playoffs without him. Oh, no. Well, it depends on who their other quarterback would be. It, 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 he would have to be – no, no, they wouldn't. They have no well, running game. In there in, though, they their might. defense is shaky. They have one guy who's decent to throw the football to. No, they wouldn't. Well, they make, might win the division, though. Okay, I'll back yeah. up because they are in with the Chargers and the Raiders yeah. and the Broncos. So yeah. they could. You're right. Yeah. Okay. But you're, what you're saying is absolutely right. They wouldn't be any good. 
No, he is the team. And he, I don't, that was one of the better games he's ever played last week. I mean, he was, he was, he was all they had. I know it was incredible. All right, let's move on. Uh, he is fun to watch. <laughs> all right. Okay. Now the Browns and the Dolphins. Uh, I was trying to get to this game too early for some reason. Uh, Miami, three and a half point favorite at home. The Browns keep it close usually. Can they keep it close in Miami this weekend? I'm going to have to study this a little bit more. How good is the Miami run defense? That's the key. It's it's not bad. If Cleveland can run, I give them a shot. If they can't, I get, I'm going Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. I think they're sneaky good. You know, uh, Tua's playing pretty well. They got weapons all over the field. Um, I think they're getting ready to take off a little bit. They might. <laughs> They got a chance to win that division, depending on how long Allen's out. So this is a huge game for them. So I'm going to go Dolphins. Everybody here is on the Dolphins. And yeah, yeah I'm with you. I think they're going to win this game. I really, really like the Dolphins. Um, I, I liked them last year. And you know what? They were good when Tua played. Yes. And then they were good again this year. Then he got mm-hmm. hurt again and they sucked. Now he's back and they're good again. They're playing well. I don't know why people still question him. I think he's just fine. And, I mean, you look at the other quarterbacks around the league, he's easily in the top 10 or 15, if not higher. So He's top 10 for sure. Yeah, I I like him. I think they're going to win this one uh, as well. All right, Texans go on the road to take on the Giants. How about this? The Texans, one of the worst teams I've ever watched. They're only a five-point underdog against the 6-2 and Giants at New York. I don't get that. I don't either. I think New York rolls in this game. I, I do too. That just shows you there's no respect for New York. No, there's still a lot of skepticism over that New York team. They're not good. I mean, they're not great, I should say, but they're it's the Texans. So yes. I'll take the Giants. I'm going the Giants, yes. All right, Saints go on the road to take on the Steelers. Two teams that aren't very good, plain and simple. Saints are a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. I This is a toss-up to me. I took the Steelers, but it could go either way. I'm taking them too because they're more stable franchise. How about that? Yeah, and I think that's probably about as good as reason as any. It's a home game. I, I don't know. That's oh, it's, you talk about a dog. It's a it. brutal game. Yeah, yeah, no way around it. Colts and the Raiders. Wait a minute, um, this one's worse. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Two two teams with new coaches. Both got fired. Um, you tell this me. is worse. This is a horrible game. I picked the Raiders, but you tell me what's going to happen here. <laughs> so they, I, I didn't care. I knew the Colts fired there. So the Raiders fired, uh, what's his name? Yep. McDaniel, was that his yep. name? Yep. That's his second go around as a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. He was in Denver. I think he lasted a season. Yeah. Uh, he, he may have lasted more than one. He lasted more than one. But one, anyway, maybe two. Maybe doesn't two. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Then he went back under the uh, wing of uh, Belichick, and everybody thought he learned his lesson because he coached for Bill. Yeah. And he comes back and fails. He didn't even last half the season. And and the Raiders were supposed to be pretty good, and I don't really know what's happened because I don't see them much. Yeah, They got to win this game. The Colts are awful. So I'm with you. I'm going the Raiders, but I don't know about that spread. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the Raiders. Yeah. And again, we, we talked about it just because you coach under Belichick or Saban doesn't mean you're going to go on to be a great head coach. He's, they've both had good ones, but they both had bad ones too. And uh, yeah, McDaniel just not cut out for it really up and down season, mostly down for yep. the Raiders. 
think they'll play better without him. All right, Cowboys go on the road, take on the Packers, and this is another one. It kind of feels like a little bit of a trap. Cowboys only a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road this weekend. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys all day long, though. What about you? Yeah, I, me too. This is my NFC pick at the moment to come out of the NFC, the Cowboys. I think they're the best because of their defense. You know, each week, though, it's, it's, hard, isn't it? it's so hard to let go of these great quarterbacks. Yeah. Like Rodgers yep. and Brady. You just feel like they're going to get going. Mm-hmm. You just feel like that. And Dennis makes a great point. If they didn't have Rodgers, who's not playing that well, this this spread would be 9 or 10 because Green Bay's not very good. But because they do, and, and Brady's uh, Tampa's favorite over Seattle because of Brady. So I, I'm going to go with that too. Uh, because the Packers lost to the Lions. <laughs> so, but I'm like you. It's a trap. It sounds. It seems like it. Dallas is coming off a bye. Sometimes they don't play well after, after that bye week. Teams don't, not just mm-hmm. Dallas. But I'm going to take the Cowboys because they're my team. Uh, not that I'm not rooting for them. They're. I just think they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah, they're the team you're highest on the NFC. So yeah. you think they're going to go to Green Bay and win? And I'm with Dennis. I don't care that Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers. It means absolutely nothing to me. He's awful. He's been yep. awful all year. He doesn't care. Their team sucks. Yep. I'll take the Cowboys. <laughs> Plain and simple. All right, let's move on. Carolina, or excuse me, the Cardinals and the Rams. Another two teams that suck. Something fierce. Yes. The Rams a one and a half point favorite. We're not really sure if Matt Safford's going to play. He's in concussion protocol. Will it matter? I mean, the Cardinals are just abysmal. What do you think is going to happen in L.A. in this game? You can't pick the Cardinals. There's no Exactly. That, that, and that's what – when we get this late in the season, you know what these teams are. It's like, y'all bet the Cardinals if you want. I'm not betting the Cardinals. They're too unpredictable. They're too undependable. Yeah. No. I'm going Rams. I don't think the Rams are any good. Uh, but I'm picking them. It does feel like the Rams should get it done here, but I don't know. You know, that situation is a little scary. It is. And I'll tell you another thing. That was a tough loss last week for them. They had that game won. Yeah. And they couldn't put it away. So, yeah. Uh, going to be interesting to see what they do at quarterback or if he plays. Who knows? He might be able to play, but uh, we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens on that one. All right. Two to go. Chargers and the 49ers. 49ers a seven-point favorite in this one. Got a big win last weekend. It's a night game in in San Francisco. Can they make it two in a row? Well, it's the Chargers, so you don't know what they're going to do. Talent-wise, I think they're as good as the 49ers, but the matchup's not very good. McCaffrey was fantastic against L.A. It all comes down to the line. Do you think that's too many? I don't think so. I think Chargers are trash. I think uh, 49ers will kill them. <laughs> well, I'd have to go. I have to go along with you. I, <laughs> I, I just you can't depend on the Chargers. I really, you know what the NFL. I, I struggle with college football because I I have like ties to a lot of college football. Right, like there's teams I just despise, and I got I'm very passionate about one team and yeah, yeah. coaching trees from that team and this and that. 
NFL, I see it very clearly, I feel like. <laughs> I don't really have a team. I, I just like to watch it. I don't care who's good and who's not. Chargers suck, so I will go San Francisco. Chargers are, are worthless. All right, last one. Washington uh, goes on the road Monday night to take on the Eagles. Can the Eagles stay undefeated? Big favorites here, minus 11 for the Eagles. Can they stay undefeated, and can they cover this one? Every week I say the spread's too big, and they cover it. So. I, know. I know. I'm the same way. I feel like they're going to win, but. I don't have any doubt they're going to win. Yeah. Washington has a way of playing people close. They're kind of scrappy. They are. They play hard. They're very well coached. They just don't have a lot of talent. So I'm going to take the Commanders plus 11, but I'm picking Philly to win. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that taking uh, the Commanders plus the 11. They're kind of scrappy. Heineke, pretty scrappy quarterback. I think they could kind of keep it close, kind of, you know, what do you think, like 28 to 20 type of game maybe. Um, something yeah. like that. But I do think the Eagles win. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. We've made it through another week. Um, yeah. Do you have anything prepared for us question-wise tonight? Well, do I? Oh, he's got a list. <laughs> yes. I spend most of my day trying to find these. I've got one, too. So, Well, let's do yours. Well... <laughs> a list we could say all right. okay all right there you go ready okay i'm ready we've been doing either ors yes and then i've got a couple of little um tricky stuff here okay okay here we go either ors this is a hard one well maybe not not for you girlfriends or guy friends which do you prefer? I'm not talking about love interests. I'm talking about friends. Would I rather hang out with guys don't, or girls? You don't have any girl friends, do you? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that's accurate. Um, I mean, I think I think a male would say, as far as friends, he'd want to hang out with his male friends. Right. Probably. So I think I would what I would say, but I don't. I consider um, Dr. Miranda. She's a friend. I don't have any problem hanging out with her. Heather's got some friends okay. that I like to hang out with, but no, I I don't think that's. I mean, I to me that's a pretty easy answer. You know, having worked in the teaching profession, okay, mm -hmm. I was around a lot of females in the hallway where I taught. Mm -hmm. because I wasn't, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, there's probably more female teachers than there are male, unless you yeah. get to high school level. And I taught junior high. So when I was teaching, my biggest confidants, people I confided in, were female. Really? Over male, yeah. And the same for them. They would come to me, especially my second tenure when I was older than they were a lot of the young early teachers, you know, this starting would come to me for advice. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize at the time that they looked up to me a lot. I, I don't have a lot of close friends. And here's a funny thing about me. I don't okay. mind going to eat with them, you know, going to, to have a drink or something with them. Mm -hmm. I don't like to 
I don't like to spend the night with somebody. You know, I don't like to. Like as far as like. I go to Oakland with a couple of guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. We don't like to do that either. I'm a little strange when it comes to that. I, I like Breeders Cup. We all get an Airbnb. We all stay together. But like if Heather was there, she would not want to do that at all. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I just never have. You know, saying you'll go, why don't you call Todd and you guys go down to Oakland? I don't really want to. I just, I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Michael says he doesn't have one, you know, quote unquote, girlfriend as in what you're talking about. Neither. No. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think that says anything about you. I don't think, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really, I guess I don't really either. Most of them are through my wife and I, I you well, know, work with her and I. Now that I'm not teaching, I don't have any. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't have any, so, all right. Weird first question. You got to redeem yourself. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now you've lived in both. Okay. And I have two. Okay. An apartment or a house? Apartment. Easy. Not even close. I knew you would say that. You're so weird. Listen, listen. Okay. <laughs> a house. Is nothing but trouble. <laughs> You're talking to a person here that doesn't like trouble. This guy right here. A house is nothing but trouble. <laughs> you were the happiest when you lived in Marionville in that townhome. And then the happiest was when you lived in Joplin in that very nice. What yes. was that? Would you call that a townhome? Yeah, it's kind of a townhome. Villa, a villa? Wasn't it called a villa? Yeah, it's called a villa. But yeah, it was a. It was a. It's not your standard apartment, right? Yeah. It's a little bit step up from like a standard. There's three levels, and you're right. all on top of each other. It was very nice. It was. Yeah. You. You had. It's. It was. It felt like you're in a house. We had a garage and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very nice. This guy, folks. Listen. There's nothing about a yard. No. Nothing. Nothing. No. Doesn't like the fact that when he lived in the apartment, if something went wrong, he didn't have to worry about it. He no. just called the man, the landlord, whatever you want to call him. Exactly. Yeah. And that it is cool. It had a gym. Yeah. It had a theater room. Uh, all of it. And I didn't have to maintain or pay for any of it. Well, I guess you, you uh, that is some of it. But and no. now he lives in a in a huge house. Right. And and he'd rather live in an apartment. That's uh, <laughs> Well, okay. I'd rather live where I'm at right now. Well, I know that, but you were perfectly happy in that apartment. I, I, if it was just me, I never would have moved from it. No, it really wasn't an apartment. It was, it was bigger than an apartment. But it but, had, it was great, and it was most apartments yeah, were located like, like this was right in the middle of town. Yeah, the minutes for anywhere in the town now, you know, and it's just like yeah. you get a, you get a house. It's like it's usually away and. Yeah, I don't know. I just I would live in that. Yeah, apartment. That's the answer for me. I knew you would say that. That's why I picked that. I thought that's pretty interesting. All right, here you go. Ready? Hey, listen. People say, "Oh, your apartment. You're throwing away your money. You're throwing away your time when you got a house because you got to mow the yard and you got to do the flowers well, and you got to take care cares, of the shit." He cares nothing about a yard. He cares no. nothing about that. No, a lot of us like our yard. Apartment. Next. Okay. Taylor Swift or Carrie Underwood. Uh, talking about music, not looks. Oh, don't like either one of them. I can tell. No, I don't mind them. 
looks would say I would say Carrie Underwood. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, well, some people would disagree, but well, I, think, I, don't know. I think that's easy. Um, I think I think Taylor Swift has a lot more talent. I do too. Yeah, I would go Taylor Swift on that. Me one. too, because she yeah. writes all of her stuff. She writes all of her stuff. Yeah, I think she's better. Yeah. Taylor now, Swift. as far as singer, I think Carrie Underwood's a better singer. Her know. voice, her voice is. Better. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's that. That maybe. Yeah. I'm not saying Taylor Swift can't sing. I'm just saying I think Carrie Underwood is a really good singer. I agree. Whoever said that, I love Taylor's old stuff. Yeah. No, not I too know. crazy. On the other stuff, the new. So stuff. Jared had her new album, and we. Oh, were, he does. That's playing some of it. And I said, Jared, every song on this is exactly the same. It's like, I don't think it's that great. So. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't care for her, yeah. her new stuff, but, but I don't like that kind of music that well. All right, here we go. Okay. Do you know a Bob Seger song? Uh, I'm really bad with names uh, with artists. I. The answer is yes, I would assume, but I I don't know that it's his specifically. I'll tell you a little funny story. Okay. I have recently discovered Bob Seger. I did okay. not know it was Bob Singer that Seger that sung all these songs. I didn't well, know. Against the Wind. Oh, old time rock and roll. That's old him. time rock and roll. Turn the page. Yeah. Oh, I love hey. some of these songs. I Main, not know Main Street. Roll Me Away. Yes. Yes, Night Moves. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's Bob Singer, and I didn't even know it. Oh, he's fantastic. He's, I'm, he's come along after I was in that kind of music. But I, I don't know how I ran on to one of these. And I so I, I YouTubed it and started seeing all these hits. Yeah. Couldn't freaking believe it. So this song, Turn the Page, that's one of my all-time it's favorites. great song. Yeah. Yeah, but I love redid it. It was fantastic. I love Main Street. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite of it's his. Yeah, yeah. But then I got I got to listen to uh, We Got Tonight. That's another one. Yeah. My I have caught up. I have caught up. Like I, a rock? Is that him? Yes, like wow. a rock. Yes, rambling. Yes. Man. I, I didn't. I listened. I didn't know Fire Lake. What I tell you what? Yes, I tell you good one. Yeah, you know what I was doing one night. I was I couldn't sleep, and I was I got on YouTube, and some guy way back from my generation, they had an interview with him. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. They list interviews with other people. And they had one with Bob Seger, and so I thump hit on that. And he started naming all these songs. Oh my God, that's who sung the, in this. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave Barista says, "Hey, I've I've got uh, my one of my best friends is a girl." So there you go. Okay, Dave. He also says you're hilarious. So Dave, you you have issues, surely. <laughs> uh, yeah. No Eagles song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so you know Eagles songs. Yes. Yeah, I'm very limited with music, but I, I do know I can say that is an Eagle song and identify it. But you can't name one right now. Uh, <laughs> no, but if I heard it, I would know it's them. Yeah, Hotel California. Yeah, I know that. That's do you great. know that's probably their greatest song ever? I am a huge, huge, huge 
Eagles, Eagles fan. Yeah. I was at a concert one time when they just hit. Mm -hmm. That was the only hit they had. Well, they had two. Witchy Woman and Take It Easy. And they played at the Old Shrine Mosque up in Springfield, which held about 3,000 people. Yeah, I've been there many times. Oh, oh yeah, for wrestling and other things. And uh, got to go backstage. The person I was with knew somebody that it was a, it was a guy, <laughs> it wasn't a girl, knew somebody that worked backstage. And we got to go back there. They weren't big then. We didn't get autographs. We didn't get anything. Yeah. They are back there smoking dope. And they were, you know, they didn't care whether we were there or not. And then they turned out to be so, so, so big. But back to Hotel California. Yes. I, I hate that song. I don't like that song at all. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I don't like it. It's take, all right. take it easy, Lion Eyes. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. All right. Yeah. 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 That's good. Do you know I, any Beatles songs? Do I what? No, any Beatles songs. That's way before. Yeah, that. I do. Like, like again, like I, I can identify. I don't know that. Like again, I'm very limited music wise, but yes, I do know who the who the Beatles are, and I know their songs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. If you heard, it. It, if you played me a song, I could tell you that. The, uh, yeah, that's the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. I never did. I never was crazy, crazy, crazy about the Beatles. I was like ten years old whenever they broke, and I remember vividly when they came to the United States and changed the world music wise. But yeah. I never was huge Beatles fan. Never uh, they were okay. It's not that I didn't like them, but I didn't. I mean I could live without them, but yeah, I get how they, they influenced oh they did. Yeah. They changed yeah. Them. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Um do I know CCR? Well my CCR and your CCR are probably two different things. <laughs> That would be Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yes, I know who they are. Um, but my CCR is Cross Canadian Ragweed. So <laughs> there's two different things. Now, that would be one I cannot name you a song. Cross Canadian Ragweed? Yeah, but I know you love them. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, CCR, sure. I know them. Uh, the, the real CCR. I know them. Very good. Very, very good. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, you said you had one. Well, Michael kind of read my mind. He oh, okay. Said it back up here. Where was it? He, well, I can't, there's been too many now, but he mentioned how Taylor Swift is a guilty pleasure of his. And so I want to know what is one of your guilty pleasures, meaning what's something that you like that you really shouldn't like? Oh. You know, it's and Taylor Swift being like that's a great one. Like, yes, you shouldn't really be a Taylor Swift fan, but you are. It could be a TV show, a movie, or an artist, anything like that. Oh God, I am embarrassed when I tell people I like Taylor Swift. That's for well, sure. She's become uh, more. Well, I got to come up with something else here. Um, I'm trying to think of a movie that's really sappy that I really liked that most men don't. Shakira, that's a good one from Sylvain. I like Shakira. You know, I don't. I don't really like. Okay, I got one. Okay. Some people may not. Yeah, I think they'll know who this is. Share. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I, I I love to watch her perform. Yeah. I mean, 
She's had some great songs. Yeah. Uh, I love Cher. Uh, and I don't tell God, I just admitted it to the world. Yeah. Everybody's listening. I'm trying to think of a sappy movie that I got one. It's just it's a it's it's a horrible movie. I watch it though when it's on. Okay. Mean okay. Girls. I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know why. I always I leave it on when I when I see it. Yeah. I don't yeah. seek it out, but I do, when it's on, I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one you shouldn't be watching now. No. <laughs> No, I also I used to like uh, Kesha, who's a just a terrible singer, but <laughs> she I used to listen to her songs. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could think of some wacko country singer. You know what? I, I don't know. I'm weird. I don't like, um, but uh, yeah, share. I think that's pretty good. Um. I don't like Madonna, Cindy, so I can't really go there. Um, golly, there's got to be some more. I'm glad I'm not the only one with the ketchup and the Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tick well, around the clock, Michael. I wish I, could think, I wish I could think of a movie. I, I like... Uh, I, I do like some rom-coms, they call them. Romantic rom -coms, yes, sure, comedies. Sure. That I don't admit to very many people. Right now, I can't think of one, but mm -hmm. um, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movies I like, like Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, I like those. Uh, what was the one you got mail? What, yeah. What about the Notebook? Oh, that's good. That's really good. Um, Oh, this is good. Oh, this is a good admittance I got here. Okay. I love to read. I love to read, and I read mostly mysteries. But Nicholas Sparks, who wrote the Notebook, writes the sappiest novels. They're all kind of love stories, and I've read a bunch of them. And See, I, I kind of like them. I mean, they're about life a lot. Yeah, but they're one of them just to like. But the Notebook was a great book. It was a great book. I'll admit it. I, I read those. I sneak them out of the bookstore. You know, I, I go up to a girl <laughs> when I buy one. I don't ever go to a guy that's checking me out. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know I'm reading a Nicholas Sparks <laughs> book. Or I have Sandy grab me one at Walmart. Right. And, yeah, I try not to let anybody see. And if anyone's in my house, I hide the book. Correct. Sure. Because I don't. You know, but I do like to read, and I've got to where <laughs> this is going on too long, but I've got to where I'm starting to read some female authors. Mm -hmm. They're pretty good. Um, anyway. well, what do you know? <sighs> no, I mean, I just don't like to read female authors because I don't like their point of view. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I've changed. Drastically, I do like to read. A lot of people don't that know me pretty well, especially students. Mm -hmm. I used to tell them that they go, "What what's something you like to do?" And I said, "I love to read," and they're flabbergasted yeah. when I tell them that. But I do. I don't sit around and read all day long, but an hour a day, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think it when you get older, like me, it keeps your mind going. You got to watch. You know, you got to keep yourself. 
as busy as you can with stuff. And I know, to be honest, this, you know, helping you guys out and doing what I, what I do with you guys has really helped me because yeah, it keeps my mind active two or three hours a day. Yep. And uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, I agree. Yep. Any other guilty pleasure you have? Nope. That was my big two. Uh, I could really just off the top of my head. I already forgot. What were they? Kesha (laughs) and Mean Girls. Kesha. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) You don't don't need to. She's not. She didn't didn't win any any awards. (laughs) Do you know who, and I can't think of her name, it's Lizzie or Leslie or something. Yeah, I know who that is. Lizzo, yes. Yeah, Lizzo. No, that's not my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get that kind of stuff much. I don't I don't understand that too much. Oh, Leslie. <laughs> well, Liz, that's close. It's close. Liz Lowe, yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to end it with this. I lost a lot of respect for this guy, and I'm not going to tell you who it is. Okay. But you know him. Okay. He's kin to Sandy. <laughs> His wife wanted to go to a Lizlo. Is it Lizlo? Lizzo. 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 To a well, Lizzie's really close to Lizzo. Wanted to go to a Lizzo concert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With her friends. And of course, they were going to get drunk or whatever. He took them. There's no way. There's no way I could sit through that. There's just no way. We should talk to Samich about this, and you should oh, definitely call her Lezzy when you start the show tomorrow. Say, hey, I went to a Lezzy concert. <laughs> Why, is there a story behind that or something? I mean, come on, Lezzy, Lizzy, Lizzy. I still don't know what it is. Lizzo, what's the deal? I mean, there's not much different. All right, we got to <laughs> <gotta> go. <laughs> um, no, I would, uh, yeah, that's, that's Would you do it. that? I would not do that. I wouldn't go to the concert. I might drop them off and pick them up, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think he went. I wouldn't go. No. All right. One last thing from me. Got it. I watched a show. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's only four episodes. They're an hour each. It's called Inside Man. Need to watch it. Inside Man? Inside Man. It's about a guy on death row who can solve crimes. Is it true? I don't think so. <laughs> but it could be. It's really, really, really good. All right. All right. Uh, Sandy and I need something to watch. So that's what we'll do. It's really good. Really good. Okay. Do you I, know- I highly recommend it. Inside Man. Do you know what the scores are of the games at the moment? Okay. Yeah. Uh, score, you're not going to be at all happy. Uh-huh. Um, my game, Montreal leads three to nothing at the end of the first period. See, Dan's watched Inside Man. It's very good. Montreal okay. leads three nothing at the end of the first period. Um, in the NBA, the Rockets lead the Raptors 52 to 49. Yeah, that uh, doesn't mean anything. It's almost halftime. And in college football, Samich's bet looks pretty good. Buffalo leads 21 to 7 uh, with a minute to go in the half. Unfortunately, Kent State 20, Bowling Green nothing at yeah. halftime of that one. I knew better than to pick the Mac. I knew better. <laughs> the parlay does not look good for you. Uh, uh, thankfully, Simon looks pretty good right now. The Raptors will win. 
But the Raptors will win, yeah. But Bowling Green's, I don't think, coming back. I knew better to pick the Mac. They're so, that's ridiculous. Anyway, well, it's the best thing I could say to you. I did a stupid, naive, silly little goose. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the best thing I could find today. I didn't like anything else. All right. Well, All right. we're going to get out of here. Grind my night. Because AEW's on, and I'm going to go watch it. So. All right, that's it for right. us, guys. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. It was and, fun. Uh, the queen is still cursing up a dude. So. Yeah. We'll see you guys sometime next week. We'll see you for this show. We'll be back. Everybody have a good night. See ya. Thanks, guys. This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.